Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We're going to take a look at a, a lot of things. We're going to bounce around the board as sports are starting to happen. There have been steps made to get us back towards normal, whatever that might be. We'll talk some LSU recruiting, some Southeastern Conference football, some college football, NFL. Got some hockey notes for you. They're going to start playing. We got lots of good stuff bouncing around the board with about the virus and all the different sports and the things that are starting to happen Everybody wants football this fall. Yeah, with all due respect to the other sports, but we want college football, high school football, and pro football this fall. So enjoy this podcast. Share it with your friends. Check out Talking Sports with TK on all your major platforms. You can scroll back and listen to previous episodes. You can connect with me on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account as well. We're going to listen to a quick message, then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman, and we'll bounce all around the sports world as we start taking steps towards getting back to action in the world of sports. This is Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Two. We continue with talking sports with TK. As I mentioned, this is Sports Takes, about to be joined by Trey Blossman, and we're kind of going to kind of bounce all around the board. We're going to talk NFL, college football, who knows what else, as things are beginning to take steps to going back to what people are used to in the world of sports. So we're going to kick it around, have some fun. As always, we encourage you to share this podcast with your friends. We have a lot of fun doing it. We appreciate the positive feedback and and uh, don't be afraid to let other people uh, become regular listeners to uh, Sports Takes, which is a part of Talking Sports with TK. There's lots of stuff available there on all your major platforms. Let's say hello to Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you today? Tommy, I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Glad to hear that as we near the end of the month of May, about 10, 11 weeks of the the pandemic issue that has uh, touched our country and the world for that matter. But, Trey, we are seeing lots of steps towards getting things back to normal in the sports world, from the NFL to college football, hockey announcing just within the last hour that they have a plan to play, no starting date set yet. But let's start with the NFL. You know, they did the draft virtually, and it worked, okay? Was there a hiccup or two? A few minor ones. But they pulled it off. They kept moving forward. I don't like to give Roger Goodell credit. I'll assume she was advised to do everything he's doing because he would have never figured it out. But they're going forward. They're having owners' meetings all virtually, and they they're, they're want to play. I, I think they're going to proceed 
Now, there's only 32 teams. That's much different than the world of college football and some uh, things like that. But they're media. They're talking about rules, changing rules, adding rules, eliminating rules. Good to see the NFL, like they did with their draft, plowing forward until they hit a roadblock. Well, you know, we talked about it in advance of the draft, Tommy, that the NFL uh, with Commissioner uh, Goodell, who neither one of us like one bit, I think it's fair to say that neither one of us can stand him, was showing more leadership than any other professional sports league. And they continue to do so. And if you're going to criticize somebody for lack of leadership, when that's very obvious, you also need to praise them when that leadership is present and strong. And I've seen Goodell through this as a strong leader for the NFL. And that's good for the owners. It's good for the league. It's good for the players. Uh, I think they need to move forward. I think the people are moving forward. You and I talked about that on a telephone conversation earlier this afternoon. Uh, I'm seeing it everywhere I go. Fewer face masks. And of course, there's a lot of mixed messaging on that. So what are you supposed to believe? You know, Dr. Fauci said we need to wear face masks, and he came out and said we don't need to wear face masks. The same guy is contradicting himself, and he's one of the guys we're supposed to be listening to. So I don't know what's right with regard to that, but I do know that I sense very strongly that people are tired of this. People are moving forward. People are going to the beach. People are going places that they're now allowed to go. We need sports. Uh, The few events that we've had, like I joked a few weeks ago, I actually watched a NASCAR race a couple of weekends ago. I tuned into the golf on Sunday. I think they had a record crowd for what was a rain-delayed event that if we weren't in the situation we were in, wouldn't even have been held. So people are ready for normalcy. Uh, We've talked about new normal. I think people are tired of hearing about new normal. They want to get back to what they sense as their comfortable norms. And that includes going to sporting events and watching them on TV. Well, one point you made I'd like to elaborate on. You know, Goodell has been a leader for the NFL. I think he's also been a leader for the sports world because NASCAR has gotten moving forward. These golf things you've talked about, you know, some other things that are happening. Uh, conferences are, are moving forward with uh, dates to let student athletes return to campus. I agree with you 100%. As much as I knock Goodell, and rightfully so, I I have to applaud him for for pushing forward now. It has been easier on him because the calendar has allowed him to have time to make some decisions that don't directly affect whether or not they kick off and play a football game. So, But that's just the way things go. That's the rubber to green, as they say. But the NFL is moving forward. I mean, they're they're putting some alternatives to the onside kick. Uh, Might have a sky judge up in the – booth to help the on-field officials. I still think they need to go with you and I's idea and add more officials on the field. I think that would help. I really, really do. They've ruled out the review of offensive pass interference. That was a one and done. It's not happening again. They well, screwed that, it up. Tommy, that, that was a farce. Well, and as the Troy Vincent, who's one of the you know blue suits up in the top of the NFL hierarchy in New York, 
he admitted that they didn't wrap their arms around that enough and it failed miserably. So get rid of it. But the problem, it goes back to what the late legend Don Shula said 35 years ago. Everybody's got instant replay in their living room when they're sitting on the couch. So you might as well use it. But, you know, if you can't use it right, then I would say don't use it. But the NFL is moving forward. They're going to go ahead unless something occurs that means they can't move ahead. Now, one topic that I want to touch on, they're talking about pumping in fake crowd noise if they do a television broadcast and there's no people in the stands. I am that's 100% a, a against idea. that. That's I, a horrible, I, horrible idea. Look, it, 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 that's terrible. Just like the Masters pipes in the bird noises that when they play the Masters. I think CBS should stop that. Everybody knows it's a joke. But I don't think they should do that. Let it go unnatural. You know, let, let's see what happens. And, yeah, if you hear a curse word, so what? You know, or put it on a delay. However you got to do it or, or advise, you know, that you know, discretion may be advised. You may hear some curse words fly. I agree with Charles Barkley on a national interview. He watched the golf. He was part of the golf broadcast. It, you know, if you're going to have golf without a gallery, mic up the players. Now, the players might not want to do that. You got to wear the earpiece and all that. And that, that's okay when you're playing for charity with, with, with three friends, but might not be okay when you're playing for millions of dollars on the tour. But I think anything that you can do, you got to do it natural. Don't, don't artificial anything. Don't pump crowd noise in this, that, and the other. If you got to play with no fans, televise it like that. The television people will have to be smart enough how to, to figure out how to make it the most entertaining that they can. I, I totally agree. I hadn't heard anything about the potential for piped-in crowd noise. Oh, it's been a huge topic. I that, mean, that, that's absolutely horrific to me. You know, it reminds me of situation comedies on television. They, at one time, were taped before a live audience. Well, when they quit being so funny, they started piping in crowd laughter. Crowd, crowd, fake crowd laughter is not a substitute for good humor, Tommy. And fake crowd noises are not a substitute for a crowd in a sporting event. <laughs> I agree 100%. You're listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. College football, Trey, one quick LSU recruiting note since we last did a podcast, Savion Jones from St. James High School in Louisiana, kind of halfway between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, for those of you listening around the country. 6'5", 240-pound defensive end, was on the 15-0 state championship 3A St. James Wildcat team, coached by a good friend of mine, Robert Valdez. He has committed to LSU and uh, one of his teammates is a baseball student of mine who said there wasn't anybody in, in the state that could block this guy last year, and he was only a junior. So that's a, the 12th commitment for 2021 and a huge get. Increase a defensive end, not really going to be one of them guys that would move around into another position. 6'5", 240, he can run. Good kid, good grades, good family. Ed Orgeron with yet another big verbal commitment. Yeah, well, he, he keeps on bringing them in, and it's good to see a kid from the state commit. We talked recently on the podcast about the lack of commitments from the state. That doesn't concern me. They're offering kids all over the country. Kids are committing. As I've said before, if you're in Louisiana and you want to play the waiting game, 
you might find yourself on the outside looking in as far as LSU is concerned at this point in time. Uh, I totally trust the coaching staff to evaluate players and make the right decisions. And, you know, if they're making offers and people are choosing to commit, you know, and you want to wait it out, it might get a little hairy with the numbers game for some of these players, Tommy. Yeah, well, the, the last three times LSU won a national championship, the quarterback was not from Louisiana. There's a little footnote for everybody. Continuing with college football, many conferences have announced the return of student-athletes to the campus that can begin workouts under some guidelines, and that's fine. That's better than no workouts. And if you got to cancel, <coughs> excuse me, if you got to cancel media days or do them virtually, that's fine. That's no big problem, okay? You can still get the information out to the fans. That's who wants the info. And if it's got to be done with Zoom or, or meeting rooms or whatever, you can do it. I'm just glad that colleges around, conferences around this country are, you know, moving in the direction of, of getting things, getting kids on campus so we can get ready for football in the fall. Well, yeah. Uh, and again, any forward movement is good. It appears to people to be, again, that return to normalcy. Uh, You know, more people are talking about whether there's going to be a football season than probably should be at this point in time. Uh, You know, I think there was so much fear mongering involved with this coronavirus that people quit thinking about things like that. But as we've seen and again, the projections were grossly overinflated. The numbers of deaths of nowhere near what was projected by that first British model that everybody followed. <coughs> and uh, people now know that, and they want to see things moving forward. And it's good to just hear that athletes are going to be back on campus. They're not on campus yet for two more weeks, but it's good to know that they're going to be back on June the 8th. Well, and here's the thing, too. And I saw a quote on, on social media earlier today. Everybody's in a funk right now. Feels like everything's normal, but it's not. Okay. And things, I don't know. I don't know how you, nobody knows the definition of normal, and nobody will know it going forward. Okay. But uh, I think that we, we got to go forward and find out if something's going to happen. We got to put a bunch of people in a basketball arena or a hockey arena or a football stadium and see if anything happens. Or, you know, I'm not smart enough to know. You're not, Trey. People listening to this are not smart enough because nobody really knows. And on the heels of that, I'd like to give a message to all of these people, athletic directors at colleges across this country, that are coming out with statements that are making them look foolish. Iowa State says they're going to sell 50% of the tickets in their stadium and cut it off at that level. Why say that uh, at the last week of May? Ohio State, we're going to sell 20% of our tickets. Sell all your tickets, and then if you can't put everybody in the stadium, make the adjustment from there. You know, Michigan says no no fans at the game, and they're not going to play if they can't have students on campus. I mean, quit making those statements now. You know, make them when you have to do it. You know, the NBA, Adam Silver's been quiet for about three weeks. Now he comes out and says they're, they're putting the finishing touches on a plan to get together. Baseball players and owners are arguing about money. So people are moving in that direction. And, uh, you know, I'm not smart enough to know the answers, but I, I think we just got to start going forward step by step, being smart, being safe, being cautious, do some things that have been recommended that are recommended by medical people 
and go forward. And if a, if this thing spikes back up and we all got to shut down again for eight weeks, that would be the, the consequence. I don't think that's going to happen, but I know nothing. Don't don't go by my well, words. Tommy, I'll tell you what. I, I don't think the American people are going to stand for another shutdown. They want this one to end. You can see that in some states, I'm not going to say every state that's still shut down, it's a political move. But I think in most states that are attempting to continue shutdowns, these states you can see they're run by Democrats. They have Democratic governors. Uh, it, it, it is a political thing at this point in time. I don't think that it was initially. Again, there was so much fear mongering. There was it was natural that there was going to be an overreaction. But we now it's plain and clear it was an overreaction. Let's get back to normal, whatever the hell that is. And uh, I hate to keep saying it, but that includes sports. Uh, America and most of the rest of the world is really into their sports. Well, I know people that spend a good bit of their income to make sure they can attend seven home LSU football games a year. Uh, I used to be one of those people. I'm not anymore. But it's important to the culture of South Louisiana for there to be football games in Baton Rouge on a Saturday night and for there to be 100,000 people on campus that don't even plan on going to the game just for the social aspect of the tailgating and such. And we need that. Uh, They talk about deaths from COVID-19. I saw a headline last week. (coughs) <coughs> that said, excuse me, Tommy, there were more suicides in Tennessee last week than there were deaths from COVID-19. And yeah. that's because people are tired of being shut up in their house and being told what they can and cannot do. People need to use common sense for those that have it. And if you're scared, you, you don't think you should go to a football game, don't go. If you don't think you should go to a basketball game, a hockey game, a youth baseball tournament, don't go. I mean, it's simply put, you know, it's just pretty simple. You know, I mean, yeah. Now, here's the thing: sports, okay? Sports in this country and the world, for that matter, are an important thread in the fabric of life. That's a TK original, by the way, and I think that's a pretty good one. Sports is an important thread in the fabric of life for most people. Not all. You got some people who could give a rat's butt about sports, okay? And I get that, and that's fine. There's lots of things I don't care about that aren't sports related. So you got to have it. It, it. It's part of the fabric. People need it of all ages, you know, the student athletes, you know, I mean, it's just, it's got to happen. And I'm glad to see all these steps we've been talking about to get it back in the correct direction and go from there and, and adjust if you have to. I, I think, I think we'll have college football this fall. You might not have every team playing 12 games. I think we'll have the NFL I don't know the exact first week or last week. I would be dumb like all these school athletic directors. You know, if I wanted to be like them, I'd say, well, I don't think the NFL is going to start till September 23rd. I mean, that, that's a, me saying that makes about as much sense as them sell, saying they're going to sell 20% of their tickets or 50% of their tickets. Pipe down. Be quiet. Learn as much as you can about the situation from medical people and professionals who know far more than you. You're an athletic director. That's what you do best. And then when you have to make a decision, then you make that decision. You don't have to make it near the end of May. Well, uh, you know, to that 
avenue, I saw the president of Notre Dame coming out and talking about how do you put people in a stadium without social distancing. It's awfully early for him to be talking about that. And again, you should let the experts talk about what they know. And I don't know that a Catholic priest that's the president of Notre Dame University is an expert on that on that subject. So he should probably keep his mouth shut. Defer to experts if we have any, and that's debatable, and we don't need to open that can of worms. We'll never close it. But anyway, you know, we just wanted to kick around a couple of things here for you folks, and and I think uh, things are a lot better as far as getting sports back in our everyday lives than it was certainly a month ago and certainly two months ago. And I still encourage people to be smart, be wise, make your decision what's best for you. If you want to wear a mask and sit in your living room at home and not leave the house all day, do it and, you know, knock yourself out. But don't don't get upset if somebody chooses to go to a youth baseball game or wants to go to the grocery store or wants to go drink a cold beer at their favorite watering hole. Make your own decisions. And those of you that are going to get out there, just be smart, be safe like you would have been four months ago. You'd have been smart and safe about your decisions. Manage the risk and go forward. Exactly. And again, I would never advocate that anybody that's at high risk to put themselves out there right now. But uh, there's a lot of people that should go on living their lives, doing what they want to do. Look, Tommy, the, the death rate, the death rate of this virus is like 1%. I mean, it's like Now, let me tell, let me give you a real life example as we wrap up here. Legendary LSU baseball coach Skip Bertman just turned 82 years old this past weekend. Okay. And many of my friends who played for him, several of them got him on the phone. He told them he's left the house twice in eight weeks. He's 82 years old. He's had surgeries. He's had issues with his health, like any 82 year old. He's being, he's being smart. So he's being smart. He's been calling people and emailing and texting and, he, he, he knows he's vulnerable age and, you know, situation with his health. And, and I, I'm sure I know Skip well enough to know that I know he doesn't mind me saying this because maybe it helps somebody else. But, uh, you know, so that's just an example. He's being smart. He's 82. He's had a health issue or two over the years. So he's being smart. OK, so that, that's that. I mean, that, that's the example. You know, and, and I just let people make their own decisions and, and be smart. And if you need to read up and, and get more information before you make a decision, do that like you would do on anything else in life. Exactly. Com- com- let common sense rule and let's move forward. Trey, we're going to do another podcast later in the week because the NFL is voting on some rules, situations and changes and deletions. And, and who knows now that, you know, we were struggling for topics a little bit in the last couple of months. But now that so many things are moving forward, like we said, the NHL hockey has a plan to return to play with a 2014 playoff format. No date set yet, but they're working on all that. Uh, we'll do another podcast later this week. We should have some more further updated information to share with all our listeners. And we don't say this enough, but we do appreciate the people that listen to this podcast and, and pass it along or, or retweet the, the link or share it on Facebook. We appreciate it because we have fun doing it and we hope you enjoy listening. All right, Tommy, we'll uh, do it again Friday, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Trey. Thank you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.